0: Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you listening on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So today we're going to be talking about the idea that the past is for learning from, not for living in. And it's very easy to get sucked into what we used to be able to do or comparing ourselves to who we were when we were in our 20s or even our 30s and as well as I'm filming this tomorrow will be my birthday and when you see it it will have been yesterday so I think about you know whenever I hit birthdays I think about of course the past and it's strange when I think of I mean not just how I was physically but you know, the, the enthusiasm that I had, the, um, the curiosity that I had, and when I look at pictures of myself at that time and I think about how I you know looked at life and the things I aspired to and, and what I thought my future would be. And honestly, it, in some ways it's very different from what I thought it would be. And in other ways, it's actually pretty accurate. Um, When I was young, you know, my biggest dream was to live in the woods, to be surrounded by trees. And as you can see, I am quite literally surrounded by trees. And I always thought about, you know, having that little cabin in the woods, But then, as I got older, I thought about being married and having a family, and and the cabin in the woods kind of faded away. Well, it turned out my life path brought me right to what I always really wanted, which was, you know, to live out in nature, near a river. And it's just, I find it interesting, all the different things that I thought that I would be doing, or that I thought I would be experiencing, At 56, and I think that I actually have more enthusiasm for life now um, in a different way. I mean, I was enthusiastic, but I was enthusiastic about what I didn't know and what the future would hold. And now I kind of look at it as well, let's see, I'm at this point in my life, you know, what is it that in the, you know, the basically last half of my life that I do want to accomplish, that I do want to still be able to, you know, take on and the challenges that I want to take on. And when I look at the past and all the stuff that I have to learn from it, you know, probably one of the biggest things that I learned from it was patience and that it's not always the best idea to rush in. And you have to think about stuff. And the older you get, the more you think about things. And, you know, but still, there is that, that feeling of adventure. There's that feeling of, of, wow, you know, what is it that I can take on? And, you know, I've been working on, you know, losing weight. And um, that's, you know, going okay so far. You know, kind of inching my way along that. And that's another thing that in the past it would have been, you know, wow, I need to crash diet and I need to lose all the weight at once. And now understanding more about the human body, understanding how my body works, I realized that, no, I can't, you know, do that because all it's going to do is rebound on me and then I'm going to be worse off than I thought or worse off than I started. But the idea of bringing in slow, and very specific actions to create change. And it's amazing how much more comfortable I feel about the process when I take out that panic factor. And, you know, maybe it was just the impatience of youth, or maybe it was the fact that I knew if I skipped one meal, I'd probably lose five pounds. But that was two kids and a lot of years ago. Now, I have to pay you know, special respect to my body if I wanted to respond the way I wanted to. So it's okay to look back. It's okay to remember what it was like, but we can't go back there again. And we really wouldn't be served by it and because we all envision that perfect self. But even back then, we didn't think we were perfect. I look back at pictures of myself and it's like, wow, oh my gosh. And, you know, I remember when I was younger, I really didn't think there was anything special about me. So when we look back and, you know, it's often a much more attractive picture. And because it's kind of augmented by the story that we tell ourselves. So what is it that kind of draws us? Well, one, the past is a known quality. We know how all the stories ended. We know how everything happened. We know where everything led. The future gets scary because of the fact that we don't know. We don't know you know, what's gonna happen to us tomorrow, but it's better to be able to take the lessons that we learned and use those to move forward, use those to embrace a, a, a bigger picture in the future for ourselves, and to base that picture on wisdom and on the things that we figured out worked and the things we figured out didn't. So what is it that maybe didn't work so much? You know, maybe it was reactions to, you know, when you're young, you have a tendency to react a little on the rash side. And yeah. You know, we've all had those moments and, you know, we remember the the arguments, the fights, the, you know, the standing our ground. And what did it really serve us? Did it help us move forward or was it something that ended up leading to a consequence that didn't work out quite so well? So it's okay, you know, that we all have those bright points and low points in what we remember, but the important thing is is to realize that the purpose of the past was to give us wisdom. It was to show us a way, and then figure out if that still applies later. It's full of both accomplishments and mistakes that we have an opportunity to incorporate and still tap into and still use today, because. Well, at least that way, we knew one result, or maybe a couple of results. We figured out what didn't work. And we were able to use that to move forward into something that does. Now, there's no harm in visiting. You know, you can you can go and you can visit back there, but don't pitch a tent. Don't take up residence in the past. And there's a couple of different ways that this happens. And one, you know, is about, you know, judging ourselves based on what we were and not even what we were based on the idealized version of ourselves that we remembered. And that is, you know, that creates a situation where we are not good enough now, where we don't feel good enough, where if only we could be what we were. And, you know, that just, that just leads to a very dark place. It leads to a dissatisfaction with who you are now, which there's nothing wrong with who you are now. You know, you survived everything. You have overcome 100% of what, you know, what you came across and what challenged you. And that's not a little thing. That's, that's pretty impressive. Now, the other thing that happens is, that we get so wrapped up in it that we actually do imagine ourselves that we're still that. We can still stay up all night and party. We can still, you know, drink with the best of them. We can still rock out all night. And it's it's an interesting little fantasy that forms because, you know, we all have been someplace where that person who was up and dancing with the young people and all we could think was Oh my gosh, that no, don't do that. <laughs> but that's where they're at. they're they're not experiencing the reality of what they are now. What they're experiencing is the fantasy of being what they were, and they embrace it. And you know, whatever it is that they want to do, whether it's you know, going out and getting tattooed or, or buying a car that is like, you know, one of those speed demon cars and, and you know, dressing young and, you know, hanging out with younger people. And, and you know, it, it, it's just a way of re-embracing that moment of not letting it go. And that's okay. If you want to do that, if you want to, you know, get the current hairstyle and... <laughs> Sam, what is it? See, my dog Sam's over here. And what? Oh, you're okay. You're okay. So what we do sometimes is we take a little vacation. And we take a vacation into being young. We take a vacation into being what we were. Just so for a little while we can feel it. And yeah, you know, you may go out and party like it's you know, 1985 again, or maybe 75 again. And, you know, yeah, we're going to Daytona. (laughs) But then after a while, you know, the body reminds you that, no, you're not 20 anymore. And after a while, it gets harder and harder to keep up that lifestyle, gets harder and harder to keep that pace up. But you know, if you want to take a run at it for a while, I think everybody should, every once in a while, to go and enjoy what it is that they felt they once had. So, how do you find that balance point? How do you find that that kind of sweet spot between, you know, surrendering to old age and... You know, the rash, you know, crazy embracing of the youth. Well, what you do is you figure out what makes you feel good. What do you enjoy? And why are you enjoying it? If you're going to go out and, you know, maybe you get a group of friends, you know, all around your age. And go see a band that you used to enjoy back when, you know, you were young. Because goodness knows there are several of them that are still out there they're still performing and you can go out and enjoy that music for an evening. And, you know, you can embrace it and and feel young again. And then you get up the next day and you go to work and you do what you need to do, but you don't have to give it all up. If you are going out to enjoy yourself or go out to do something, or you decide to jump out of a plane, which, you know, yeah. I did that. <laughs> it wasn't to be young or anything like that. It was, it was for kind of a, a spiritual purpose. But the idea was that, you know, I needed a leap of faith. I needed something to shake me up. I needed something to recenter me. And that was a part of a process. And I'm glad that I did it. I probably won't do it again. But I'm glad that I did it that one time. But, you know, when you think about what you do and how you do it, figure out why. Are you doing it because it pleases you? Are you, you know, going back and and working out to, you know, try to get back into that high school outfit that you wore? Yeah, you can do that if it pleases you. Don't do it because you want to appear something to someone else. And don't do it because you need to do it. You feel that you need to be something other than what you are. Yeah, you know, I I don't color my hair, and most people, you know, will comment on how it's you know it's like wow you got a lot of silver in there and you know you and and it's interesting how many women seem to just like you know it's like well why don't you color your hair it's like because I don't want to. And, oh, by the way, every single silver hair I have, I earned. That's life. That's, that's what happens when life happens. And each one is, you know, it marks wisdom. And, I mean, for me, I started actually going gray when, or going silver when uh, I was in my teens. So it wasn't that big a deal to me. But, yeah, I went through years where I colored it. And then after a while, I decided, you know what? I'm in my fifties. Why should I color my hair? Who am I coloring it for? What is the purpose behind it? And if it were to please me to color my hair, I would. But I don't have to. And neither do you. You can be exactly who you are. You can be the the grayed haired you know, slightly round in the middle. (laughs) Because you know most of us in this age group are or you can go out and be a marathon runner and have, you know, washboard abs and and you know, do whatever you want. If you want to color your hair, color your hair, make it purple, whatever you want. As long as it pleases you. As long as you look back over your life and say, "You know what? I had a lot of fun back then and I'm having a lot of fun right now." And I don't need to go back and live that in order to be able to be satisfied with my life now. And you shouldn't. I mean, you were, you know, we were all young at one point. We were all foolish at one point. We were all crazy at one point. We were adventurous. Now it's just a different type of adventurous. Now it's, wow, I'm living out in the woods. You know, alone. And, you know, I am able to enjoy my solitude and the quiet. And I can see myself living this way for the rest of my life. And I don't feel the need to go out and, and well, you know, I've got to prove that I'm still young. <sighs> Why? Why? <laughs> I the fact that I'm old means that at one point I was young. And I don't need to do that now. And you don't either. You know, we you know there's a saying, you know, growing old isn't for sissies. And I know people who are in their 80s who you could not even describe them as old. That they're still passionate and going out and doing things and enjoying life. And I also know some people who are in their 20s and 30s who act as if they're 100. They act as if their life is is over. So be content with where you are. Be content with what you're doing. Be content with what you've accomplished. Because it's not about, you know, who gets to end up with the, with the, you know, best looking body or with the biggest house or with the biggest car or the fastest car or, you know, whatever. It's about living your life. It's about using what you learned to move forward and to have a little bit more wisdom and not just to have wisdom, but to share it. I mean, you know, some of us had our moments in our youth and occasionally it comes in handy being able to give advice to somebody because it's like, yeah. I, I was through something like that myself and, well, this is how it turned out. By allowing people to learn through, I won't even say learn from your mistakes, but learn from your life experience, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. And you couldn't have learned what you needed to learn from it Had you not moved on from it? You know, you moved on, and rightfully so. And we all, you know, we may not move quite as fast as we did, you know, or some of us may not move quite as fast. I do know people who are the marathon runners and they're older, and hey, you go. But it does not mean that, you know, it doesn't take anything away for you to live your life now in this moment. If you have to compare yourself to you in the past, make it last week. Where was I, you know, how was I feeling last week? How was I feeling yesterday? I wouldn't go more than a week back because it is, you know, it starts getting to where you start comparing. And it's, it's not a, right, a fair comparison. You are who you are now because you were smart enough, you were strong enough, and you were lucky enough to survive everything that you went through. That's what being in the moment means, is that we realize that where we are right now is perfect. Where we were back then was perfect for us back then, but we don't have to be what we were then in order to enjoy who we are now. We don't have to, you know, regret that we got older or bigger or smaller or shorter. (laughs) It is about appreciating and enjoying the now, enjoying the moment because who you are is pretty special. Who you are is someone who, has a lot to offer has a lot to give a lot of advice a lot of wisdom to share and don't ever discount that don't ever think that that's not important that that's not worth it that that's not vital to if not your learning process somebody else's learning process so make sure that as you remember back fondly, that you realize that, you know, some years from now, this is the moment that you'll be remembering fondly. Because at one point, you know, if, if that's what it's meant to be, you know, it may be 20, 30 years down the line, and you're gonna be looking at who you are right now with the exact same envy and, and, you know, sort of perspective that you're looking now, thinking about yourself back uh, 20 years ago. There may come a time when, wow, I wish I was in my 50s again. So embrace it. Appreciate it. Because at some point, where you are right now is going to look really, really good to you. So thank you. Thank you for joining me. And remember, the past is for learning from, not living in. So thanks. And I will be uh, uploading this on Thursday. So I hope everyone has a wonderful day and a wonderful evening. And I would love to uh, interact with you. I'd love to hear what you think about this, what you think about, you know, do you prefer live stream or do you prefer the video? I like the video because I don't have to worry about internet problems and, you know, and I can also tweak it a little bit. So, and you get to see part of where, you know, where I live, but you can, if you enjoy this, if you're appreciated, if you think it's a value, then you can subscribe. You can like this video, you can comment, and I do read the comments, and and I love to interact, and I love to see this community build up. And you can also uh, follow me on Twitter. You can join my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also, um, if you would like to sponsor me, you can sponsor me on Patreon, and the link for that is in the description. So, once again, thank you for joining me. And, as always, I wish you balance, and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye.